Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Optimus Prime, and you're listening to All Things Transformers with Steve Megatron and TFG1 Mike. Transform and roll out. This is Optimus Prime, and you are listening to All Things Transformers. Hello and welcome to All Things Transformers. I'm your host, Steve Megatron, and joining me on this adventure into the Transformers fandom is TFG1 Mike. Hello. 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 We are here. We are not and waiting. No, no. At all. I, I'm trying my best not to have uh, flashbacks to this this past summer or this past winter or whenever the he- I don't remember when I did that. You got the touch. This is Stan Bush, and you're listening to the you Geekcast the Radio Network's Top 100 Transformers Characters Countdown. So you saw a video on YouTube. Why don't you tell the lovely people what you saw on YouTube? It was a YouTuber basically reviewing the theme songs to the various Transformers series. Right. And you were like, this would make a good episode of the podcast. I'm like, sure. Beats having to talk about news that may or may not be depressing. And as we've always said, we have ne- we've never been. I- I'm not breaking my back for Transformers news, just not. So this comes to us from Camoden Cam. I have the video linked. Actually, it's embedded in the show notes on the post on the website, so people can go watch his video and check out what his list are is. And these are our individual top 20 favorite Transformers cartoon theme songs. He, in this video, is only going off of the United States theme songs. That's the same thing we will be doing. Because, yeah, that's just what we're going to do. So, I think we're going to get into the numbers Take it away, Megatron. What do you got at number 20? Well, uh, I I have this. This guy did Generation 2. I would argue there's far worse. <laughs> yes. Prime Wars trilogy. Okay, good. So. <laughs> because it's a non-existent theme, basically. it's There's nothing to it. All right. So. I also want to let everyone know that we made our lists individually. 
Yes. And I will most likely put the image because I took a screen cap of what his choices were. For his personal list, he put G1 Season 2 as his number one, and he put the generation, the cybernetic space cube, the computer-enhanced stories of the Transformers as his... be wrong. G2 is pretty bad, but there's other ones that I would say are worse. Yeah, so these are our... Mine and Steve's both personal lists. We haven't seen each other's lists, okay? No. We both have Prime Wars at number 20. It's, it's just, it's a non-existent theme. Like, it's literally blocks of text transforming. Yeah, the only thing that's there is a really, really whacked out transforming sound effect. Because the Prime Wars trilogy was Hasbro trying to do short-form content, 10-minute episodes. And it took forever. Yeah, it did. Like, it, it was, uh, the voice acting was good. Yeah. The writing was terrible. Yeah, it was. I would almost argue that the they went reverse order with their other trilogy that was done by the same crew, mm-hmm. except for it wasn't Machinima; it was uh, Rooster Teeth and and Netflix. Yeah. So. I will probably have the Prime Wars sound effect in here somewhere, but. That trilogy, essentially, those cartoons have no actual theme. Now, I am sure they most likely have music composition, maybe? No, there was barely anything to it. Really? The the voice acting was about all they dumped the money into. Wow, that's crazy. Because, like, they got Mark Hamill, they got Ron Perlman, they got... Jason David Frank, they got Peter Cullen for two of the parts of it. Yeah. Uh, but the only thing good it gave us was, uh, aside from having like Jason or uh, um, Hamill. Well, you had Hamill, but you had you had other big shots. You had Judd Nelson come back as Hot Rod. Yep. Uh, you had you had other people that were still alive reprising. But then you had other people playing new parts like Will Wheaton playing Perceptor and uh, things like that, where you had in one instance, like the middle part of the trilogy or the beginning part, they had John Bailey play Prime, but then they had Peter Cullen play Prime or a reverse order. And then they, but they did give us Frank Todaro and Jason Marnosha as Megatron. Yes. Stars. What do you mean idea? He's always one of the leaders of Cybertron. <laughs> the true leader of the Decepticon. <laughs> Consequently, Cybertron. Is there something where you need a lozenge? I actually have one. Of them. I'm good, thanks. <laughs> Which is the only good carryover. And, 
into the War for Cybertron. I will also say, even though I know people don't like his slow delivery, John Bailey, too. Because yeah, for a G1 Prime that isn't Peter Cullen, he's, he does a he's pretty good by job. far the best that we've ever heard. Well, well, he does the best, and 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 I'm not just saying this is somebody who knows him, but he can embody the different prime emotions without losing prime. Yeah. Whereas nothing against Jake as yeah. prime, he just doesn't hold a candle when he's like if they were letting him do his own original prime. Yeah and not try and play too much with a Peter Cullen or an angsty, like crybaby Peter Cullen. Yeah. He's, he's fine. But if you're trying to mimic Peter Cullen, get somebody who actually pulls off the entire range of Peter Cullen. Like you can't have a one hit note. Yeah. uh, Replacement basically. Yeah. And I mean, I liked and and nothing against him. I just, I I think that it was just poor choice in the, the second trilogy. I like Jake. I think he's cool. I'd love to talk to him one of these days, but yeah. like I, I and I like his optimist for what it is, for what he was given. Again, we've said this before on this podcast when we reviewed the Netflix stuff. The voicing of the characters isn't the problem. It was the voice direction or lack thereof. But yeah, Prime Wars trilogy does not it's a transforming Transformers logo. Yeah, there's nothing special with it whatsoever. Moving on to number 19, what do you got? War for Cybertron. All three or just... The whole trilogy. Okay. I'm doing it as a trilogy. Yep. I'm not breaking it apart. Like uh, it, it's, it's different yet than doing like an Armada Energon Cybertron type thing. It's, mm-hmm. I will say arguably it got better as it went. Yeah. I did like the custom fonts and different series yep. titles. And it had more of an upgrade of music and sound. And visuals. Oh, that score by Alexander Bornstein. I, I'm, yes. I'm, I'm going to talk about that later because mine's a little higher yeah. than yours. I, I will give it. I will give it props for the sound, yeah. but it's kind of weak as far as the visual department and as far as the. Uh, it's still better than Prime Wars, but it, it's still pretty bad by comparison to things that we get later. I, I'll talk about it in a bit. For me, at number nineteen. Energon. Whoever that whoever that kid is, I don't know what Rad, Brad, Frad, Jad, Gonad, I don't know what the hell that kid's name is. Well, he was in Armada. I know. Well, wait, wasn't that Kicker? Kicker is in Energon. No. Really? Yes. Yes. I've rewatched. Okay, no, I'm not I'm <laughs> I not trying to He's he's in it, but he's not the narrator. The, uh, he's the narrator of Armada. Yeah, whoever the kid is that does the voiceover on the Energon theme, 
No, absolutely not. Don't like it. And that's the other thing. With these themes, if you're going to do a voiceover mixed with music, make sure it's all mixed together correctly so you hear everything. The reason why I put the Energon theme at number 19 for myself is because... Energon doesn't have anybody narrating. Yes, it does. Doesn't it? No, it's literally just saying Transformers more than meets the eye with a rock and a beat. Yeah, Armada is the one that all right, well, does all that. Then mid-roll change, number 19, Armada versions 1, 2, and Unicron battles. All of it. I don't care. The war between the Autobots and the Decepticons rages on as they struggle to retrieve the prized Minicons. The side who wins is the side that collects the most. And if the Decepticons prove victorious, then Megatron and his corrupt Minicons control the universe. The Earth's only chance for a peaceful cosmos is for Optimus Prime and the Autobots to destroy their enemy. Now, get ready for a new battle. Transformers. And I will put Energon at the other place that the Armada one was at because I swear to God, I thought that was the Energon theme. Nope. Yeah, I, I rewatched them just to be sure, like five minutes before we started. And I rewatched them just enough to blink yeah, through it. And I rewatched them today because I rewatched his video uh, showing all the themes. So it is what it is. Uh, but yeah, the Armada themes. Oh, eh, no, just not. a lot of them that have the narration in them are yeah. pretty bad. All right. There are a couple of examples, which I'll get to later, that are better. All right, number 18 for you, sir. Bot bots. When Energon struck along nearby, we became more than meets the eye. We're everyday objects, motionless parts. We first all have to let the party start. We can be anything. Like a hot dog or ice cream. Mischief without a care. I added that in. Oh, see, you messed it up. I added it because we condensed the Armada and Unicron battles. That's that's true. Because then it makes it nineteen. Yeah, well, I well see, I forgot because we can like we condensed the Armada stuff. I had to condense them because originally I had them like he like Cam had them version one and two and then Unicron battles is a separate one. I just put Armada. Yeah, well, you know, it is what it is. Uh, But I forgot that I've completely forgot. I left G2 off completely. I just forgot to put it on. BotBots did not make my list, but it is going to be my ultimate honorable mention so yeah for me at number 18 i have cybertron because that voiceover was so much better yeah peter uh not peter uh gary chalk yep gary gary yep yep our worlds are in danger to save them and the galaxy we must find the four cyber planet keys before the decepticons can use them for evil it is our mission. Hotshot, Jetfire, Vector Prime, Landmine, Scattershot, Optimus Prime, Transform, and 
I have that in a different placement on my <laughs> list. So, what do you got at seventeen? G two, <laughs> because it beats out the other three for me. Driving to save the world from the evil Decepticons, the heroic Autobots are led by Optimus Prime. He's more than meets the eye. He's a robot in disguise. Going ballistic to destroy the Autobots and conquer mankind. The evil Decepticons are more than meets the eye. Heroic Autobots versus evil Decepticons with the fate of planet Earth hanging in the balance. Transformers Generation 2. And now, through the magic of the Cybernet Space Cube, the computer enhanced stories of the Transformers. Transformers Generation 2. Like, it, the visuals are terrible. Yes, I'll give it that. It's pre-Beast Wars. It's I don't know what budget company they went for for the 3D. Mm. And the cheesy voiceover, honestly, it's it's worse than Armada. Yeah. In that sense. And you don't at least get the payoff of the visuals and the decent background music. <laughs> yeah. So I I had to put G2 here, but it's it's still better than War for Cybertron or Prime Wars, which is sad because those are the two newest entries we've gotten. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, G2 was basically 52 episodes of the 98 episodes of G1. I will say that with G2, we did get the Cybernetic Space Cube, which then gave us Sam and his cube. Sorry. Anyway, uh, for me at 17, I put Energon just to flip-flop the Armada one. So originally the Armada stuff for me was going to be at 17. I liked the Energon theme. I thought it was okay. It was interesting. It was fun. It can be annoying if you listen to it for over a minute, but yeah, true. I, I do enjoy it to some degree. What do you got at sixteen, sir? I have Rid two thousand one. I, 
I swear, folks, we didn't look at each other's lists before this. I have read 2001. Because it's, it's partially enjoyable, but it's weird, too. Yeah. I like the sound effects and the vocal effects from that series. Like the like the 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 robotic transform. I can't do it. Yeah, the trans. Yeah, 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 that, that. Yeah, something where it's like, yeah, I I like the synthetic mm-hmm. sound that they kind of give it. Yep, yep. Yeah, I. Yeah, but the cartoon itself. Uh, the cartoon isn't too bad, actually. It's just hard to get a hold of it because I think. I'm not I'm not sure what studio owned it at that mm-hmm. time. I don't know if that was like a Saban yeah, entry. I'm not sure. Uh, because they they ported it over while they were waiting for uh, they they just kind of beast beast machines kind of killed the franchise so they went back to cars and vehicles and robots that were more traditional in a sense but they also added beasts. Yeah. For the Predacons. So they had the Predacons, they had the Decepticons, and they had the Autobots, no Maximals. So, but I think it's because people kind of got burned out from Beast Machines. Yeah. And so they kind of whipped this up in the interim before the Unicron trilogy. So it's not, it's not too bad, but it's not great either. I I like the, I like the intro. I like the, I like the way it looks. I like the way it sounds. I like all of that as far as the theme song goes. So that's something. All right, number 15, what do you got? Armada. Really? Okay. Yeah. Yep. The war between the Autobots and the Decepticons rages on as they struggle to retrieve the prized Minicon. The entirety of Armada. I I do enjoy the show. Yeah. It's not... The Unicron trilogy is kind of one of those ones that I have to take in small doses. Mm Mm-hmm. It was one of those ones, too, that I was kind of getting out of Transformers about the time it hit. Yeah. Mostly because I was no longer living at home and I didn't have cable. Mm-hmm. And uh, streaming was not a thing. And the only thing I collected from Armada, Energon, and Cybertron were the Megatrons. Right. Yeah. And I had them for a short time and then I eventually sold them. But. I yeah I I enjoyed that mostly because we got Gary Chalk and David Kay reprising as the Optimus and Megatron side of things, even if it was more anime ish. And then you had other people kind of come in, you know, like Jetfire was basically Silverbolt, Scott McNeil, Mm -hmm. until season three, uh, Cybertron, where they changed the voice actor to some Australian dialect. And then, uh, yeah, you had various other guys from Beast Wars that were on it because they do a lot of dub, dub yep. work. So, for me at number fifteen, I have R.I.D. twenty fifteen.
I just liked the way it looked. I liked the way it sounded. That intro really got you into the cartoon. The cartoon itself is okay. I know it has a couple of really good, because essentially it's a continuation of Prime, but just in a different animation style, sort of. And I like Bumblebee. I like Will Friedel, Batman, Bumblebee, kind of leading the pack and all that. But the theme itself, I thought, was was really, really fun. And it really got me into the show. Number 14 for you, sir. Cybertron. Okay. Our worlds are in danger. To save them and the galaxy, we must find the four cyber planet keys before the Decepticons can use them for evil. Uh, just, I, I like Gary Chalk's announcery Optimus Prime. And then I like the background music, but I would love that music more if it didn't have his vocals announcing his team. Yeah, it's it's one of those things where if you're watching it, it really gets you into it. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, it's Gary Chalk and there's music behind an awesome voice. But if you just want to be able to hear, this is why I love having the soundtracks to like the War for Cybertron trilogy so I can hear the music outside of the show kind of thing. Same thing with Prime. Prime and War for Cybertron between Alexander Bornstein on WFC and Brian Tyler on Prime. Just absolutely love it so the same thing with with cybertron you'd love to hear it without gary's amazing vocal 14 for me is i've watched it four times today <laughs> to see how much like i can't put it any i can't put this any higher than 14 originally it was going to be at number 19 but outside of the really bad ones I put G2 at 14. And now, through the magic of the Cybernet Space Cube, the computer has stories of the Transformers. Transformers Generation 2. I, I've, like I said, I've watched it four to five different times today as we're recording this. And it's, if it was, if G2, the animated series, was more than just repackaged G1 episodes, it would mean more. Okay, so what I love about this opening theme and the visuals are what the visuals are. That's what it was at the time. There's nothing we can go. There's nothing we can change with that. But the I want to know who that voiceover guy is that did that because holy crap! Like I kept hearing that today. I kept you know through the the magic of the cybernetic and say what you will about the cybernetic space cube. Fine, but. The computer-enhanced stories of the Transformer. Like, I just, I love the dude's voice. I think the voice is great on it. I would have loved to have had an actual Generation 2 cartoon or a run-on comic or or something just based on the fact that it was highly entertaining with the toys and the, you know, it definitely had a 90s look to it. The, The extreme, the goofy colors. I mean... G.I. Joe went through a phase of it, too. I mean, and, and so did Turtles to some degree, like the, the bright neon kind of flamboyant colors yeah. and the extreme and, you know, all the, the things like that. So, I mean, it, it looked promising. Yeah. And honestly, whoever picks up the comic franchise next, I want to see them tackle 
a like a generation two, yeah. like kind of just playing with the toys of that universe instead of messing around with G one constantly or like machine wars, so they can have a totally different yeah. universe. But I, I think that this, I, I, I don't have a problem with where it dropped on your list, honestly, because there's worse themes. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, again, <sighs> and it's all subjective. We all have our own. And, and the, thing of, the thing about generation two is what I've looked at now, as I said, I've seen the thing four times today. I've kept rewatching it because I wanted to burn it into my head so I could talk about it. Because if you look at that logo, the orange, orange and yellow look like that looks like, like if you, if you had that today, you could do some sort of like fire effect or something or whatever. Like, and the animation for what that intro is, is very different than the G1 animation. So it would have been cool to see animation style from that kind of thing. And, you know, I get it. They wanted to get more out of the G1 episodes to like, Hey kids, Transformers is still here. And even though Biden, when did G2 actually start? 92. 92. Really? I thought it was a lot earlier than that. Okay, whatever. Nope, actually it started in 93 technically by okay. Air 8. But. All right, so anyway. But you take Generation 2 at, let's just say, late 92, early 93. You have from then until 96 to do something, anything. Doesn't matter what it is. Like, do something other than repackaging the Generation 1 episodes. And then, you know, you needed the kick in the ass that, that, that 1996 gave you and, and all that. So what is your number 13, sir? G1 Season 1. Oh, boy. Okay. Transformers, more than meets the eye. Autobots wage their battle to destroy the No? Hey, your list, subjective. Okay. Why is it at number 13? Well, because I prefer some of the other later seasons, theme songs more than that one. I agree. And it's not the strongest entry. I think. Well, and I could I could be complete. It's it's good for like middle middle of the road, yeah. but I don't see it as like a. It, it doesn't really stand out compared to the others. Yeah, and I think the thing with G one season one is that it was music and sound effects. Maybe the mix is off. Again. Like I said, with Gary doing the void, doing the narration plus the music, same thing with music and sound effects. If those don't mesh with what you're doing, mm-hmm. then it doesn't sound right. Uh, the overall visual for G1 season one, I I kind of liked. I kind of liked the whole <sighs> Transformers teeth thing with the logo, how they got the trans and the former 
together with the whatever. Anyway. Yeah. All right. Number 13 for me. And I haven't watched my number 13 or my number 12. I have seen very little of these series. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from, with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. But they are, the themes for them are so much better. And the theme for number 13 is different than the theme for number 12. So that's why I separated them. And the, Cam had them separated on his list. Number 13 is Rescue Bots Academy. I like the way it looks. I like the way it sounds. It's going to get me into an episode if I ever get around to watching Rescue Bots Academy, which I know I can do that on Netflix now since it's it and its sister its previous series is also on Netflix. So. And say I'm just gonna roll right into number twelve because Rescue Bots is number twelve for me. It's just that I haven't watched the overall series, but I've seen the openings to them multiple times now where I'm more than fine putting them at 13 and 12. What is your number 12, sir? Mine is Energon. Okay. Again, it's catchy and it just kind of gets me into it. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, I and I enjoy the just yeah the the visuals are kind of cool too so I mean it just it kind of just draws you in yeah yeah absolutely number 11 what do you got Transformers Prime okay the whole thing
just the okay. whole thing. Yeah, I'm not breaking it apart because basically it's the same music with this different visual. Yeah. And honestly, I, I enjoy it, but it's not anything I just absolutely mm-hmm. love. Like, there's nothing. I mean, it's it could work for really any franchise. Yeah. I love the Transformers Prime music without the effects and whatever, and I love that. I wish that season two and season three would get official score releases from Brian Tyler. They have not, to my knowledge, as of this recording. For me at number 11, the War for Cybertron trilogy. I like them, as we've already said. I like the the visuals. I like the music, but it the problem I have with a lot of these cartoon themes nowadays is that not the theme, the visual of the theme, how long the theme is in the show. Like they'll start, like they'll start the show with because that's that's where we are nowadays. We'll start with. You know, the preamble, and there'll be a scene before the, like, whereas back in the 80s, how you watched Generation 1 was the theme opened the show. There was nothing, like, there was a commercial before, and then the, you know, you know. So, but nowadays, over the last 20 years or so, we have this format of doing, like, a cold open kind of thing, and it's okay, and I like the music outside of that, but... I, I could not put it any higher than 11. What do you got at number 10, sir? I've got Rescue Bot Academy. Okay. Just because it's catchy kind of gets you into it, and it's very transformer visuals, but the the voiceover is like part of a song, not distracting. Right, yep. It's not a narration, so it's, I, I don't know, just a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Number 10 for me is, we've already said, G1 Season 1. Transformers, more than meets It's okay. It's good. It was great when I was four and five, but it doesn't... The other G1 themes, as we've mentioned, are are better suited to my liking. Number nine for you, sir. 
Rescue Bots. <laughs> Same reason as Rescue Bots Academy, just different. Yeah, yeah. For me at number nine, I have I split them up. I did season one and season two as as one thing, but Beast Hunters was slightly different, even though it really isn't. But it it was a slightly different thing, and adding that beast into it. So that's mine at number nine: Transformers Prime Beast Hunters. Number eight for you. Cyberverse. No, I'll talk about that later. Yeah, I just, I enjoyed it. I, the visuals were interesting. I liked the music. Uh, it, it was more drawing to it than I expected being for what it was and how poorly it was marketed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I definitely think that this should have gotten more love than the Netflix garbage. Yeah. I mean, I, so when we covered Cyberverse, I don't know. I don't, we, I know we've done several episodes on it. I know we haven't done the new movies yet that they released the season four thing, but when we were covering Cyberverse on this podcast, I said then and I say now, and I will say this until the day I die, it is the best Generation 1-ish updated version of, like, it's every almost every Generation 1 fan's dream, at least I think, because it pays homage to almost every single thing in Transformers history. You know? So I could see that for me at number eight, like I said, prime season one and two, there was just, so we went from animated to prime and animated ran as everyone knows from 2007 or 2009. And then prime came in 2010. Uh, at the time, 2010, I forget when Prime actually hit in 2010, but I had just seen Iron Man 3. And I knew that Brian Tyler was the guy doing the Iron Iron Man 3 score. So as soon as I heard the notes to the Transformers Prime Season 1 theme, I'm like, hey... That's Brian Tyler. Like, I'm like, and the season one intro has this buildup of the characters. It doesn't have a voiceover, but it has the music. It has sound effects. They are all mixed perfectly. And it's all timed together and right and everything else. But it, it had more of a, had more of a theatrical feel to it than some of the other ones that we've already talked about. So, number seven for you, sir. That would be Rid 2005. You mean 2015? Yeah. Yeah. That one. Yeah, because we used it for the theme of the show for a short time. Yeah. 
I did like the music. I just, the show was pretty abysmal, but that was the, the music yeah, was no great. Way. It was in, and the actors yeah. were great. It's just, the show was kind of meh with the visuals and everything else until they got to, uh, season three where they brought in Starscream yeah. and Soundwave yeah. and kind of wrapped up those lines. So wait a minute, which, so as I was watching Cam's video, I heard the ATTF intro. I'm like, wait, what? Huh? What? What? That's what we, cause we haven't updated our overall podcast intro music in years at this point, folks. Uh, it is what it is. And they, well, and I changed well, it eventually. No, you didn't. Yeah, I did. I used the original one from the uh, the early days again. When did you do that? Because I'm still using the one with John Bailey's voiceover. Yeah, that's the one that's... Oh, you're using that one? Yeah. It tells you how the last time I listened. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I haven't used that one. I've used the one that's got the original theme that the show was started with. Uh when I've edited. Oh, okay. Well, that's stuff we can talk about off, off air, folks. Uh, <laughs> I was not prepared. Number seven for me, Transformers Animated. Transformers. Before Cyberverse came along, this was as close to a Generation 1 type sound you were going to get in 2007. As far as the music of the the intro goes, and I just I love the visuals. I think they're cool. Uh, even though I've never been a big thing of big fan of No Face played Optimus Prime, it works. It's fun. It's good. It's interesting, and all that good stuff. Number six. What do you got? Well, technically, because I meshed mine together, I have one last. Okay. Because you. <laughs> you did the Beast Hunters, and I didn't. I just loaded them together. Uh, so technically my next one is Beast Machines. Okay, I'll talk about that later. Just because I like Beast Machines and it wasn't, the music wasn't bad, although it was different from what we got in Beast Wars. It had more of the kind of a weird jungle beat to it whereas beast wars was more jungly and that that kind of tone yeah so i don't know i i liked it but it's it's not as strong as some of the other contenders coming up number six for me is the generation one season four rebirth theme I like it. I think it's a good visual for what the Rebirth three-parter was, and I wish that Sunbow hadn't ended up where they ended up and all that stuff, and I wish we actually had. May the man rest in peace. He's been gone a long time now, but I wish we actually had 
the full five-parter that David Wise initially was told to write about. And then he was told, guess what? We're cutting from five to three. Okay, we got to fit 120 characters into these three episodes. And he did the math, and I in one of the DVD videos where it's like you're you're seeing one new bot for like every half second or something. But I, I like it. I think it's interesting. What I liked about that one and why it's at number six for me, the season four rebirth G- generation one theme is. I like the Metroplex transformation for some odd reason. I think that was a cool look for Metroplex in that in that opening. On season three. No, season four, Rebirth. Season four. Rebirth, ah, the Rebirth. yeah. Because yeah. season three, when I get to it, it's uh, it's him and, and Trypticon fighting. All right, top five time, folks. What do you got at number five, Steve? Well, since we are breaking out season three and four, I I have to go with... I, I like season. Uh, I'm going to go with season four as well, okay. only because I I really enjoy the seeing the other kind of combiners, other giant robots, and the the headmaster, target master stuff kind of come mm-hmm. into play. Absolutely. And I like the background music. It was. Uh, I think I first saw Generation One during the mm-hmm. rebirth reruns on yep. sci-fi and then they started playing all the different seasons and I, I caught it that way. And so I always kind of was attuned to that background music. Yep. Absolutely. Number five for me is generation one season two. seasons even though i have my personal favorite coming up out of all the seasons this one is the one that specifically says transformers generation one to me because even though you have all these new characters with the dinobots and everything else in that opening this brought into what the toys have it brought in the laser grid for the two fights, the orange for the Autobots, the purple for the Decepticons. It it brought that all together into what is eventually, you know, the 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 Transformers text at the end of it. So, yeah, even though personally on my personal list coming up, I like one better than this. This to me, if I was voting in an all-time list with some other website, this would be probably my number two or my number one. But because this is my own personal list, and Steve would kill me if I didn't have another show higher. Um, (laughs) Yeah, Generation 1, Season 2 at number five for me. Number four for you, sir. Number four is Season 2. Okay. Of Generation 1. 
just because it's another it's it's I don't know I always enjoyed it uh, seeing Omega Supreme and Squash yep. the Insecticons <laughs> uh, yeah yes uh, and then getting scooped away by a Constructicon and then just a lot of the the robots that show up in that just I I don't know I always enjoyed that theme and thought it was real fun and kind of more more visually pleasing and, and just a better representation of generation one, like pre-movie. Well, season two is where they got their oomph because don't get me wrong. I love season one of G one. Those first 16 episodes are great, but by season two, you have all of these characters that you can follow, whether Autobots or Decepticons between Constructicons and Dinobots. And, and you have all these great storytelling episodes and, and all that. So, and that, that season is, what is it? 52, 62. I forget how many. No, it's if the first season was 16, season two was, I don't know. Anyway, it's, it's math. Yeah, math. So number four for me is, <laughs> and I'm counting all seasons because nothing really changes other than the visuals and some of the sound effects, but got to unleash that beast. So, hey, it's top five. You can't argue. <laughs> <laughs> I do love the Beast Wars theme. Dr. Pants and his uh, a, fr- a friend of his that does a YouTube channel. I forget what, what his friend's name is. They actually did a guitar uh, or they, they did a cover of the Beast Wars theme. You can actually hear it in Dr. Pants's All Things Transformers Origins episode. Uh, and then Niall Stenson did a guitar cover of the Beast Wars theme and Outside of the original one, I absolutely love those. But the original Beast Wars seasons, it was great. It brought you into the show. It, you know, it has kind of the, you know, repeating thing of Beast Wars, but it's paced out over the over the the length of the thing. It's not just Beast Wars, Beast Wars, Beast Wars. It's like music. Beast Wars music mm-hmm. Beast Wars it's it's very Shakespearean of course and again Beast Wars is very theatrical especially with those rubber duckies number three for you sir number three is Generation 1 Season 3 okay Because, again, I like the background music, and then you get different set of visuals from post-movie. Yep. You actually get two different sets of visuals. I did not remember this, but I'll talk about that later. Number three for me is Cyberverse. Cyberverse. 
So like you said before with Cyberverse, for me, it comes down to the music and the visuals, obviously. That's what the, the opening theme is. But it's a good beat. It's a good get you into it. And then the visuals, yeah, they're throwing characters at the screen. But it works because you have, like, you have Bumblebee. You have... Windblade, you have this other stuff, and then you get into like Earth or Cybertron, and then you have Optimus and Megatron facing off, and it's just so fun. All right, folks, we're getting down to the nitty gritty. Only two left. Number two, what do you got? Beast Wars. What? surprised you didn't i what the i i absolutely love beast wars i absolutely do however however i have to give props to one other show that's going to be number one and if you haven't figured it out already you'll figure it out anyways i give it this only because one it does yell beast wars like three Mm. or four times in the theme I love the guitar riff. <laughs> I absolutely love the the theme song mm-hmm. and the visuals. And I love how it changes every season. And then the added changes in the sound effects as mm-hmm. it goes on. However, for, for many reasons, it beats out every other series that came before it. But there's one thing that this one doesn't have, and I'll get into that with my final representation. Okay. Number two for me is both of the season three generation one themes. Now, I combined these because I had forgotten that they had actually released Five Faces of Darkness as its own five-episode special, like, five-episode event type thing. And I had forgotten that there was a different opening theme to, like, I've seen the regular Generation 1 Season 3 opening for 40 years now. Oh, well, almost 40. You know what I mean. Yep. But that Five Faces of Darkness version, I just, I I think it's awesome. I think it's interesting. 
I really, really think they were on to the beginnings of the 3D logos because they have those flying. It's almost like a flying Tron disc with the Autobot and Decepticon logo and the Five Faces of Darkness version because they're kind of like at war with each other. I thought that was really cool and fun. So, yeah, Generation 1, Season 3, for me at number 2. Let the drum roll begin. Number one, what do you got? Transformers animated. What? Yes. Wait, what? Yep. Yeah, you got a hearing problem? <laughs> Apparently I do because okay. Reasons, please. Because it kind of gives you that nice mesh of previous mm-hmm. series and kind of refreshes like it's got a very G1 vibe but like kind of a fresh take on it without being annoying. Mm-hmm. Like it's trying too hard whereas some series I get that vibe that they're just trying way too hard. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I just, I felt like, like the, the whole series just, I don't know. It just kind of meshed really well. I'm in utter shock folks. I never like, I could see animated being your number two and everything you just said, you would say, but wait, there's more. Yeah, it does give you it does give you a overall mm-hmm. picture. You know, it does sing the the Transformers. It's not like too in your face, but it's and it's not mm-hmm. annoying. At, whereas some of the other ones are like overly annoying when they're saying the the name of the show, and you get a lot of different visuals. It's very aesthetically pleasing as far as what you get to see. Mm-hmm. It, it's not like like. Like, again, I love Beast Wars, and it was a very difficult tie-up or toss-up mm-hmm. here because I was wanting to put Beast Wars as number <laughs> one. But the more I was looking at it, like kind of objectively, I was I, I realized that animated probably has the strongest intro and strongest music mm-hmm. out of any of the series, and gives you the best overall picture. I can agree with that. For me, at number one, (sighs) I guess I'm just a mongrel beast fan because my number one is Beast Machines. This theme, 
1999, between this and Batman Beyond, they were the top, for me personally, they, at, at 19 years old in 1999, they were the top two favorite themes of mine back then. And Beast Machines, I just, I love that Phantom Planet music. I really, really do. And I love that it kind of, sort of tells you the story. But it keeps many things like there's a point in this opening where you hear the Megatron growl, like when he when he goes to the when they go to the close up on his face, mm-hmm. and it's like, oh, okay, I'm ready for this. And then you only have the vocal at the end with Beast Machines, and I love the logo sound effects. It's not necessarily in the theme itself, I don't think, but when they did the transitions to go to commercial, you, yep. you know, the yep. bird, the whatever, you know yep. what I'm talking about. So I did, I did really like that. Yeah. So yeah, Beast Machines for my number one, Transformers Animated for your number one. That's something that I. You thought I was going to cop out and go with Beast Wars. I really thought you were going to put, because you're always about the Beast Wars. I mean,. That's that's your thing. Like I, I was not expecting Steve Beast Wars Megatron to have Transformers animated as his number one. Wow. <sighs> kind of wild, isn't it? <laughs> kind of is. So wild, I think we need to actually hear that that Beast Machine sound effect. Go to an ad break and come back to close the show after this. What was that universal greeting again? Never mind, I remember. Ba weep grana, weep minibong. Hey guys, it's Rodimus Primal, and be sure to check out my YouTube channel. Join me as I have Transformers discussions, retrospectives, toy reviews, and more. You can also follow me on Twitter at Rodimus Primal, as well as Facebook and Instagram at Rodimus Primal Show. Transform and roll out, and be sure to check out my content till all are one. Last big party of the summer, folks. Let's go out with a bang. Hello, all sentient beings. Want the latest on everything going on in the Transformers multiverse? Check out the Transmissions Podcast Network. We've got weekly podcasts covering everything from Alpha Trion to Omega Supreme. From old school G1 all the way up to Cyberverse and beyond. And you don't want to miss Empire of Rust, the world's first and only Transformers live play role-playing game podcast. If you love Transformers, there's something for everyone at transmissionspodcast.com. Discover a world of vintage and modern toys that's more than meets the eye with the Triple Takeover Toycast. Hosted by toy writers and photographers Toybox Soapbox, 6O, and TF Square One, this informal and chilled out series of discussions cover everything from vintage Transformers to Mask, Diaclone, Microman, and more, be it nostalgic or current. Whether you're a seasoned collector or a casual robot enthusiast, all are welcome. Triple Takeover Toycast. Like science fiction? Of course you do, or you wouldn't be listening to the GeekCast Radio Network. Well, the Mark Who 42's Universe podcast is an award-winning sci-fi radio show that's been around for over 10 years. We cover everything from Doctor Who to the MCU to pop culture and everything in between. 
a new show drops on Tuesday mornings on the GCRN website and all of the major podcast platforms. So listen to the Marku 42's Universe podcast from the universe and beyond. ToyCast is back. We are talking toys once more here on the GeekCast Radio Network's Toy and Action Figure podcast. From breaking into the display case to our toy topic talk and the brand new Origins in Toy Collections where we get guests to tell us their toy story of how they got into toy collecting. ToyCast is the only toy podcast you will ever need. Find us on GeekCastRadio.com and any podcatching client you choose to use. Now go forth, transform and transcend your toy collecting today while listening to ToyCast. Oh, hey, I got something! Since 2009, we have been the premier cartoon podcast here at the GeekCast Radio Network. We are ToonCast, from taking you beyond the cartoons we grew up with to seasonal saucy toon talk, and now we get the origins of toonsters everywhere as we ask guests... 30 questions about their cartoon-watching experiences, plus so much more. ToonCast is back. Join me, TF2 and Mike, and the rest of the GCR and crew as we give you all the Toon talk you will ever need, only on the GCRN. And wherever you consume your podcasts, we are beyond good, beyond evil, beyond your wildest imagination. We are all Toons all the time here on ToonCast. Yeah. Because the world needs another the movie podcast the geek cast radio network presents for your listening pleasure the cinema geek hosted by amanda kevin matt and dan each week we dive headfirst in the landscape of movies as we discuss movie news play movie games go in depth on reviews and even have a top 10 countdown or two also don't miss our director retrospective series where we review noted directors movies film by film bottom line is if you love movies and love podcasts you need to experience the cinema geeks you can find us on itunes blog talk radio or geekcastradio.com on the simplistic reviews podcast we talk movies we talk tv we talk. Hello, Julie, what the heck are you doing? Trying to make our spots sound more exciting by adding explosions. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you could have got the point across with sound effects, not the real thing. Car, car. Download the show on iTunes or at simplisticreviews.blogspot.com. I'm sure your insurance company will cover that. No, they won't. No, they probably won't. This is getting expensive. Well then, folks, that was our, mine and Steve's, Top 20 Transformers Cartoon United States theme song list. We hope you enjoyed it. Let us know what you thought of this episode by commenting on the website or hitting us up on social media, that kind of stuff. And next time, I don't know what's going to happen. We're probably going to have to do a news episode because it's been a couple of weeks and I... (laughs) I don't know. So there'll be something coming up next time. And like I've been teasing all year this year, we're going to be coming into the summer blockbuster of the live action films as we present to you six episodes, one film each for each of the Transformers live action movies. And the way I am suggesting we do this as far as air date anyway Summer to fall. So between June 21st and September 
23rd, which that doesn't sound right, but I think it is. Yeah. June 21st to September 23rd. September 23rd, 2022 is Autumnal Equinox. At some point between 621 and 923, you find folks are going to get six episodes of us giving our reviews of the live action films here on all things Transformers. It is going to be, we're in the middle of summer of Spider-Man over on studio 2009. So we might as well make it a blockbuster summer with the block busting Michael Bay and Travis Knight Transformers live action movies. Would you like to say anything else? Is there anything else we need to talk about before either you or I run through the closing? No, I think we're good for this episode. Uh, but if the good people want to get a hold of us on the social media, they can, get, of course, get a hold of us on the website or on Facebook or Twitter at all things TFV3 for Twitter. Uh, myself at SCP21 and yourself, sir. TFG and Mike. So until next time, catch us on the website, geekcastradio.com, and let us know what you want to hear on a future episode, whether it be a topic or specific things about news, our opinion, as it were. (laughs) Yes. And if any, you know, I am Optimus Prime, and I send this message out. If anyone out there who is a Transformers fan that wants to tell their story. I am always getting all things Transformers Origins episodes going. So if you have a Transformers story that you want to let us know and you can answer our 25, 26 questions, I really need to fill that out to 30. I really do. It, it just feels incomplete. But anyway, for now, I'm Steve Megatron with... TFG1 Mike. Transform and transcend with us here on all things Transformers. Did you have fun? No. Really? Welcome to Transformers Generation 2. <laughs> <laughs> I wish to speak to my lawyer. <laughs>